I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. <laughs> and Charcoal. Bark, bark. He's our special Thanks. guest today here on the Barker Lounge. Yes. And we also can't afford echo effects, so that's impossible. It's hey, Friday. everyone. It's Friday. Friday. All right, I'll stop. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was your week? Mr. Jaren. Lovely. I'm glad to be here with you folks as we sit down and discuss the one thing that we're hopefully good at by this point. We've had 63 tries. <laughs> Friends! Indeed. It's been an interesting week for sure, but I'm also excited to get started. And tonight's title is The One with Phoebe's Ex-Partner. Now, they're not uh, giving us any context as to what kind of partners this is, so we're going to dive in and hopefully find out together. Let's get started at the Central Perk. <laughs> at this point, it shouldn't be that much of a revelation. It is the base of operations for all Friends antics. And you might notice that it's not Phoebe performing on stage right now. Um, it's just another lady right now. We don't really know her we name yet. We have a yet. guest artist taking the stage mm-hmm. today. But everyone seems very enthralled with her performance. Yeah, she's singing really good. The crowd's liking her. Chandler's... Like, oh, she's great, you know, and Ross is like, yeah, you know, and Phoebe's like, oh, what, because she can sing and play the guitar it's at like, the same I wish time? I could rhyme oh. and put chords and notes together. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ross is like, yeah, but her style and your style are different, you know, hers is like, pizzazz, and yours is, <laughs> Ross couldn't even finish Like, I don't thing. know if that was really supposed to be a compliment on uh, his part, but uh, <laughs> good job, Ross. So then the song ends, right? And everybody's like clapping their hands. And Phoebe's like, oh, see, everybody else wants her to finish already. (laughs) When it's really them complimenting her. Man, that wishful thinking is very helpful, especially in these kind of situations. Mm -hmm. And so she introduces her next song. And it's this next song is titled Phoebe Buffet. Will you forgive me? I should have never walked away. And uh, the friends kind of look at her. Oh, there was some finer detail. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was. I'm just, I'm just kind of, you know, giving you guys the gist of it. But uh, yeah, so then at this point, everybody kind of looks at Phoebe like, okay, there's something to this, right? I was like, oh, looks like it's uh, one of those songs with a <laughs> hidden meaning. Yeah. Am I right? And everyone's just looking at her like, uh, uh, really? We're not going to acknowledge the fact that she just called your name? Insert intro. Can no one tell you that her name is Phoebe Buffet? Yeah. I felt like we needed the extra musical accompaniment today because uh, we're going to get very musical on this episode. True. A lot of singing. True. So we're still at Central Perk and we're kind of uh, getting a little idea of who this person is. And her name is Leslie. She wants to get back with Phoebe. I guess they used to sing together back in the day. Had a fallen out. 
You can kind of think of uh, Leslie and Phoebe as uh, the hippie version of Hall & Oates. Right. And at this point, Phoebe still hasn't gotten super, super detailed yet. But everybody's pretty much looking at her like, why do you look so familiar or sound familiar? And so they're like, do we know you from some kind of commercial or anything? And then... Have we seen you somewhere? Right. And Leslie starts singing, okay, well, home is far away, home is... I don't know the rest of the words, but... Pretty much, it was a song that everybody knew. They started singing it with her. You kind of get like one of those uh, earworm uh, commercial jingles that get stuck in your head. Like you won't know anybody else in the room, but as soon as someone like whistles it or comes in, you're like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Cornflakes, totally. (laughs) Of course, Phoebe looks irritated like everybody else is like on board with like, and then they look at Phoebe like, oh, okay, yeah, oops, my bad friend. But we'll get more into that later. So Chandler has to go to the bathroom. And uh, while he's waiting for Gunther to hurry up, he sees a hot girl, a very pretty girl. And they start talking, they kind of exchange, and, um, you know, they kind of, it's like Chandler's like, all right, maybe it's a potential date, something like that. And so as that's happening, right, we kind of go back to the cafe part where, like, Joey's, like, they're all kind of about to leave, and this girl's leaving, right? It's the same girl that Chandler was talking to. But Joey notices that he knows her, so he hides behind the um, coat. Good thing and stuff. this convenient coat rack was here. Yeah, and then she's like, "Joey, Joey Tribbiani," and it's like she wouldn't even he wouldn't even like acknowledge her, right? So eventually she just left, and Joey thought he like played it off well, but but he wasn't even like remotely <laughs> hidden though. Like, yeah, he wasn't. She literally <laughs> saw him go behind the jackets, like. <laughs> pretty sure one of his arms or legs was sticking out the side she tried to talk to him three times and yeah. his friends are clearly standing next They're to looking her looking at him yeah and he's just like he thinks that he was all secretive about it but you know it's like really dodge that bullet okay, all right guys <laughs> so now we're at bloomingdale's and you know ross is of course there to take rachel out to lunch and it's like he, he's kind of you know wondering why Mark's all up in the business. As know. per usual. Or oh, I guess we have to say that now because uh, Mark is just always permanently around Rachel, much to Ross's mm-hmm. dismay. But hey, comes with the job, right? And uh, Rachel basically tells Ross, like, okay, I can't do a, a really long lunch, okay? I have a lot of work to do. And Ross is like, come on. And she's like, well, it's... Mark was like, well, it's actually my fault. And, she, and then Rachel's like, yeah, it's his last day. Oh, well, if you have to work then, sweetie, like, all of a sudden, try yeah, to be Yeah, he gets super jazzed once he finds out that oh, Mark is uh, going to be out of the picture. And he's like, so, uh, okay, uh, so, so uh, this is goodbye then, huh? Like, Ross is all excited, like, just Yeah, now all of a sudden, it's time to be best friends with Mark. <laughs> oh, my God. Ross is so paranoid jealous. And then Rachel's like, we're really going to miss you around here, right? And then when they're about to, like, leave for lunch, she's like... Mark's like, all right, we'll see you Saturday. <laughs> and Ross kind of just had like this look on his face. Like, like wait, what? Like, what? But I love how the camera work kind of works with the scene to see like Rachel kind of like, hey, let's go. Let's get out of here, buddy. As <laughs> to not have Ross inquire as to what Saturday means. But uh, unfortunately for her, it's not going to be that easy to escape talking about it. We'll see. So now we're at Monica and Rachel's apartment, and Phoebe, her pager is going off the charts. Like, there's something you don't hear anymore. Yeah, it's buzzing. So she puts it in like the pot, Monica's pot, and covers it. And like, Monica's just like, 
you right there, you know, and it's basically Leslie who keeps bugging her, right? And at this point, Phoebe's still kind of like, hmm, doesn't really want to talk about it, right? She's just bothered by it, so. Yeah, because uh, it was one of those things that has a little bit of dramatic history for it. True. But, uh, as the episode goes on, uh, that onion's slowly going to start to get peeled. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Joey comes in, you know, and uh, he's looking for Chandler, so listen up. Hey. 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 Is, uh, is Chandler around? Nope. Um, he met some girl at the coffee house. Ooh. Yeah. Ginger or something. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, are you sure it wasn't something that sounded like ginger? Like, uh, uh ginger? <laughs> no, it was ginger. I remember because when he told me, I said, the movie star. <laughs> oh, man. That's the girl I was hiding from. When she finds out he's my roommate, she's going to tell him what I did. What, what did you do? Oh, 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 no, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't tell you that. It's like the most awful, horrible thing I've ever done in my whole life. No, uh, don't tell us. We'll just wait till Chandler gets home because it, it'll be more fun that way. All right. <laughs> <sighs> okay, it was like four years ago. Okay, Ginger and I had gone out a few times, and then this one weekend we went up to her dad's cabin. Just me, her, and... Her annoying little dog, Pepper. Well, that night I cooked this really romantic dinner. You gave her food poisoning. I wish. After dinner, me, her, and Pepper all fell asleep in front of the fire. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw that the fire was dying out, so I picked up a log and threw it on. Or at least what I thought was a log. I wish. <laughs> See, I guess another thing I probably should have told you about Ginger is that she kind of has a uh, artificial leg. Oh, my God. Joey, what did you do after you threw her leg on the fire? I ran. artificial leg no shame in his game <laughs> and also good escape strategy he said i ran <laughs> oh man we'll see how that unveils later but um now we're gonna take it to the streets uh kind of just hanging out at night here chandler is on this date with miss ginger <laughs> and uh and things are uh heating up yeah on cold nights kissing for the jam man you know you know, he's coming around, he's coming around, kissing her, you know, having a good time, but she kind of steps in the puddle, right, with her shoe. But she's, uh, blissfully unaware. Yeah. And Chandler's like, oh no, your foot's gonna get wet. And, you know, he's like, we gotta get you some new shoes. And she's like, oh no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And he's like, but aren't you cold? Like you're gonna be freezing cold. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, seriously, I'm good. And I don't feel a thing. <laughs> Key words, folks. <laughs> At this point, Chandler just kind of has like that wondering face, like, okay, like he's still he's awfully adamant about this foot, yeah. but I am too excited <laughs> to question this. And when she kept saying I'm good, he was just like, 
why do you have some kind of like bionic leg and she even hints it she's like da, 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 someday da, na, 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 na. <laughs> and so speaking of me laughing right now we're at ross's apartment and um you know rachel's spending the night doing a little couple hangout and uh ross is reading his book or pretending to read a book he seems uh <laughs> deep in thought about something that's not the plight of the dinosaur 65 million years ago. <laughs> he is laughing, right? He's just like, <laughs> like out of nowhere. Hey, I just thought about something funny. And Rich is like, what is it? And he's like, oh, well, you know, um, remember earlier how Mark said, see you Saturday? I just like, thought that was really funny, you know? <laughs> and Rachel's just like, like, super hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Rachel's just like, how is that funny? Like, and she's like, oh my gosh, come on, Ross. Is, it, is this one of your weird jealousy mm. things? <laughs> He's like, no. 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 Oh my god, it is. Insert Ross voice. I'm sorry. And she's like, no, oh, whatever. It's just that, you know, why, why you gotta go with him? You know, he quit. And Rachel's like, well, he's my friend, and we both like fashion, like, you know, because they're going to this lecture thing, and Ross is like, well, you don't you already have friends, like Joey and Chandler? And she's like, well, if I stop playing with Joey and Chandler, can I play with Mark? Oh, you gotta love the sandbox mentality. It'll get you everywhere in life. Oh, man. And so, she, you know, she basically explains, like, why you would never go with me, and Ross is like, oh, he's like, I'll go. Okay. Like, I can never understand that. Like, your jealousy can be that intense that you will potentially put yourself in a situation yeah. that you are totally Pistons. not fit for just to make sure she doesn't talk to another guy. That's crazy. Good old. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of energy, man. It's a lot of dedication. Aye, aye. But yeah, so he said he'll go with her, right? So Rachel's like, okay. And so, uh, but uh, like Rachel's just happy about it. It's like, oh great, my boyfriend's supporting what I do. Cool, she's being genuine uh, about gonna it. It's gonna backfire. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. So now we're at Monica and Rachel's apartment, and again, Phoebe is still looking sad. She's sitting at the table. She's watching this pot, this empty pot, you know, and like a seemingly empty pot. And uh, <laughs> Monica's like, you know what they say, a watch pot never beeps, like. Yeah, because uh, she's doing the new trend that everyone's doing around this time period. Uh, we put your pagers inside of a pot, and uh, that's how you get popcorn. Wow. Beep, beep. <laughs> and, you know, Monica's like, why don't you just call her already? Because it seems like Leslie gave up on paging her. That's why, like, Phoebe's like, now she's, like, paying attention to the pot. Like, why hasn't it beeped? She's like, she's not trying anymore? Does she not care? Right? It's <laughs> like, why would you care, though, if you have a problem with this person? And Phoebe's like... No, I don't want to call her. No, I can't. And Monica's like, come on, you know you want to. She's like, how do you know? Because I know you. And then... Don't deny your <laughs> feelings. Phoebe admits it. She's like, I, yeah, I guess. But no, no, she dumped me, you know, blah, blah, blah. We were best friends. So this is kind of like her unveiling, like, this her and Leslie. The, the origin go, story yeah, they <laughs> go, of their great They go fallout. way back. They're best friends who used to jam, and, and she left her for a record opportunity and just left Phoebe hanging that was kind of messed up so. well, she left her for the jingle life you the know the, the bag the bag was too good 
writing all these songs for commercials. So Monica tries to make her realize, you know, like just just call her, just talk to her, you know, maybe, maybe give her a chance. Like, yeah, just trying to give you know. uh, Phoebe some perspective. Maybe things have changed over the last couple of years. You never maybe know. Maybe it's time to rekindle the friendship. Or maybe it's not. So this kind of leads into, like, Phoebe has, like, that look on her face, like, okay, time to, like, just be the better person, which brings us back to Central Park, where Leslie's singing on stage, you know, sticky shoe, sticky shoe. Wait, no, that sounded like Smelly Cat. But (laughs) 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 you guys are just going to have to watch the episode. Why is it sticking? (laughs) I had the tune in my head, then it went away. That's That's just how jingles work, folks. (laughs) But basically, Leslie's singing on stage stage and phoebe enters the perk and starts singing it with her yeah she catches the acapella drop right on time and finishes the song with her friend it's like a perfect little reunion duet and that was pretty much her forgiving leslie you know kind of power of music and corresponding through sticky shoe lyrics (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna kind of go back and forth here so now we're at the lecture right and uh you can already tell Ross is falling asleep. He's just kind of like, like kind of just dozing off. You yeah, know? he might have bitten off a little <laughs> bit more than he could chew with this one. He tries to talk to Rachel while she's like, folk. Everybody is like here about fashion. They're like writing. extremely focused. Yeah, like I would assume like at a paleontology type of conference, you would be focused, right? So uh, one of my favorite things about this scene, my man sitting next to Ross with oh, the yeah. chain and the turtleneck sweater. Yo, Fashion forward, my guy. Fashion forward. I like it. I like it. So Ross is like whispering to Rachel, but like it's one of those whispers where like you can tell everybody around can hear cuz they're so quiet. I love you. It's like not it's the like, time or place for that, buddy. Yeah, like just stay alone. <laughs> She's focused, man. She's focused. So, meanwhile, back at the perk, you know, now that Phoebe and Leslie are cool, Phoebe starts teaching Leslie Smelly Cat. Her trademark song. It's not your fault. Don't do it, Phoebe. And she's like, as soon as she told her that or started teaching her that, Leslie's like, you know you could sell this. The gears just start turning. She can't turn off the sales machine. Phoebe (laughs) like tries to reel her back in a little bit, like, hey, you know, this is a very special personal song of mine mm-hmm. i would rather not commercialize it yep yeah she's like nope i don't want to sell this jingle nope nope you better re- you better respect it you know but like leslie kind of seems like respect the artist understands for now so back at the lecture like i said we go back and forth right now um this or time, you know uh the nap room for the some nap people room. exactly <laughs> <laughs> this time ross is super obvious with his his snores is loud this time that everybody's looking at him. Like, he catches himself. He's like, <sighs> like, kind of like that obvious snore. Yeah, you can tell oh, he was definitely going to be the water cooler topic for the rest of the conference. He is embarrassing Rachel. Like, she's just looking at him like, oh my god, why? Anyways, poor Ross. But um, now we're at Joey and Chandler's apartment. And Monica's coming in for some milk, you know, kind of. As per usual, we just uh, borrow each other's fridges. Yeah, going back and forth. And uh, she's asking Chandler, how did your date go? And he's like, oh man, it's great, you know, she's she's great. And then Monica's like, so would you say she's uh, the whole package? <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Couldn't even resist a chance. Chandler's like, Joey told you? She's like, yeah. Told you about the leg, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I mean, if 
freaked me out initially, but like, I really like her, you know. And then, there you go, Chandler. Way to be team player. Yeah, but then Monica says something, and then he's just kind of like, he's kind of like on and off about it. He's like, do I want to keep dating her? But then I keep looking at it, and it's like, oh no, his shallow is showing again. Yep. Then Joey walks out. He hear, he hears them. He's like, oh, you talk about how I got the leg on fire. <laughs> <laughs> And Chandler's like, it came up. <laughs> and Joey's like, by any chance did she find that funny? And then everybody just like everyone away. just abruptly leaves. It's like, buddy. Oh my god, I can't wait. Read Joey. the room, Joey. So we're back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. The lecture is done. And you know now we're getting ready for the aftermath because you know that's not going to go smooth. She's like, you were nodding off, you were snoring, and he's like, oh my god, how can you not? When he's just it's like forty five minutes, minutes of talking <laughs> about straps, <laughs> straps on the shoulders, straps on the back. Oh my god, look, oh there's straps on your feet now. And she starts. She's like, you know what? She started making fun of him with the museum, right? She's like, I don't go in there and talk about that thing that's been dead for a million years. It's like, oh, look what we found. We went to a paleontology conference and we found a bone. Look, but it's not just a bone. It's just a chip fragment of a bone that we found 2,000 years before that one. Oh, my God. God. Rich is like, yeah, I'm with some boring professor. And he's like, it's Professor Putain, okay? Trying to, like, defend his career. As, uh, you know, Rachel would prefer to call him uh, Professor Pitstein. Yeah, and then Rachel's like, yeah, see, all I hear is blah, 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 blah. (laughs) <laughs> and at this point in the conversation, it's turned into the two of them just trading blows, demoralizing <laughs> each other's careers. And then Ross is like, well, yeah, no one's going to want to watch a movie about Jurassic Parka, you know, like trying to make fun of her. Little did he know fashion. that Devil Wears Prada was coming. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Meryl Streep. But like, um, and then, he, you know, so he's making fun of her career. And then she's like, oh, my God. This is Jurassic just, Park. Damn, that's good. I know. <laughs> oh, and then he makes fun of her. Like, if you guys are watching, he makes fun of her by like, oh, well, it's not like my jacket is going to, oh, look, it's attacking me. It's attacking me. Oh, no. Like, tries to take off his blazer, like, as if it's, like, a color. But it's it's her job. It's different, you know? Oh, Ross. Sorry. <laughs> but, um... He basically, she basically realizes, like, oh my god, did you just go just so I wouldn't go with Mark? And that pretty much The joys of relationships. Oh my god. Entertaining each other's petty feelings. (laughs) (sighs) And Ross is like, no, it really wasn't that. Like, for him, he was like, he's explaining that it feels like... It just feels like lately you've been slipping away from me, you know? You're busy, you're always working. (sighs) So Rachel's like, look... Let me like she's trying to explain to him like maybe it's okay that you're not really involved in that part of my life. My yeah, career. you don't have to share every single moment with your significant other. Right, the which space makes it definitely makes a difference. Yeah, it makes it's healthy. It, it makes it healthy exactly. And and Ross is kind of like, oh, that's a good start. Like he thinks he, she's insulting him, but really she's like, look, my career is mine. It's something that it's just for me, you know and. I don't need you to be like, you gotta understand that. Like, that's my career. That's my passion. So he kind of, she's like, I need you to accept that and understand. And Ross is like, he shows her like he understands. But when he gives her a hug, the camera like zooms in on him. He's just like, no. Yeah, I feel like we're still going to be dealing with the jealousy demons for quite a while when it comes to Ross. But for the meantime, it has been quelled. 
see. So we're back at Joey and Chandler's apartment, and uh, Chandler, he, you know, he's on a little date with Ginger, right? He's got a nice dinner set up at home. It's all pretty, and uh, he's kind of bothered by the leg. Like he's not telling it, but he's but like the body language yeah. is subtly showing that uh, yeah. it's definitely on his mind. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, she she's like, look, okay something's wrong like just let me know am i wasting my time or what and because i don't want to waste my time you know she's he's like no it's i I just no she's like all right you know like all things you just got to get used to it and chandler's like okay you know and they start making out and things are getting hot way to get a leg up on the conversation chandler (laughs) and so they get hot and heavy they get on the couch getting all comfortable and uh she starts to feel around his, you know, chest area. Pectorials. <laughs> and uh, she feels something that's not in the norm of uh, the two nipples. It's something in the middle. And she's like, what's that? Oh, uh, it's a nubbin. Nipple uh, in the middle. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then suddenly, Miss... Uh, if this is my wasting my time, you gotta get yeah, used miss, to it. Like, uh, you gotta get used to me. <laughs> right, well, miss. you gotta get used to nubbins. So now all of a sudden she's freaked out and realizes, uh, I just realized I have to go. You know, uh, I got a <laughs> manicure uh, scheduled for it exactly at midnight. So if I make it, I'll show up right on time. Oh my gosh. And he's like, wait, wait, you have to go already? She's like, yeah. He's like, are you okay? Yeah. She's like, it, it's nubbin. Nothing. <laughs> And just like that, like that whole thing with Chandler and Ginger is done and over with, right? It evaporated. Yeah. Probably about just as fast as that leg burned up in the fire. And so uh, now we're at the Central Perk where uh, Leslie's excited to tell Phoebe something and uh, it kind of gets hot and heavy here. So, uh... But not in the good way that we like. Smelly cat for the people of my old ad agency. They went nuts. No, look, I told you that I didn't want you to try and sell it, and you just, you big fat did it anyway. Oh, good. You know what? I think five years ago, I probably would have done anything to play with you, but I can do it by myself, right? And if I can't trust you, then just forget it. No, no, I don't want to forget it. Okay, you know what? You have to choose, all right? If, if the most important thing on the planet to you is this cat poopy thing, then... Okay, you can have Smelly Cat. But we won't be partners. So what's it gonna be? Smelly Cat! Don't change your kitty. Change your kitty litter. Well, it looks like Phoebe got screwed over big time. That's usually the worst way to go about it. But uh, I like the way that Phoebe handled it. Like, instead of making a big fuss about it, potentially adding a lawsuit, trying to sue her or come at her friend, or even just have a negative personality about it, Phoebe took the high road and understood that it just really wasn't worth holding on to and that she just had to get past it. Guess you just have to grow from it, is what she says. 
So now we're in the last scene and um, we're still at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Chandler comes in and he's excited because he went to the doctor to get a nubinectomy. I wasn't even aware that was a surgery that you could just get on demand like that. But then again, I really shouldn't be surprised. But then again, I don't know if that's the actual term for it. Maybe Chandler was just using that term. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's no doctors out there uh, calling things nubbins. And Monica's like, oh, it's like Rachel in high school all over again. Like, kind of like making weird jokes at each other at this point. And, um, like an obvious joke. And Chandler's like, wait, how come I... Did I I just miss an exposed nipples joke? He's like, how did I not think of that? That's like the source of my powers. How did I not think of that? The source of all my powers! But, yeah. And that pretty much ends the episode of The One with Phoebe's Ex-Partner. All right, everyone. Now we're going to slide into some thoughts and reviews on this one. I'm going to take the reins here. Definitely going to say as far as season three is going so far, this is going to be another contender for top episodes list. I mean, it's got everything. We got got the jingles. We got the singing. We get to dive a little bit more into the history of Phoebe. And this is definitely an interesting chapter for me because uh, I've always been interested in her musical past. Like what just turned her into like a bar musician. And then finding out that she had an ex-music partner, talk about an extra slice to the cake. Mm-hmm. And then we get a Joey slash Chandler kind of love triangle dating story. I mean, not really love triangle per se, considering it was uh, someone that Joey used to formerly date. But the uh, fact that we get a comical story with the whole lake thing, just like icing on the cake. Bonus. I was really happy with this episode. Uh, I think the only thing that kind of like dried it up a little bit was, gotta say, the Ross Rachel moment. Of course. I mean, it was minor on this one, which is understandable because like you can't give everybody the shine in every episode. So some characters are going to get pushed to the background. So, well, you know, that it I worked feel for like the Mark best. And Rachel, the whole Ross thing is going to keep going anyways. So, yeah. And so, you know, best for the back burner. Uh, Chris, uh, your thoughts on this one? I agree with a lot of what you said. My favorite parts were, well, one, kind of weird how Joey and Chandler had the same girl that they both dated about four years apart. Like, what are the odds of that happening, being the same woman, right? But, you know, shallow Chandler to the rescue. Um, (laughs) But my other favorite part was definitely the whole Phoebe and her musical background, too. I do like the part at the end that you mentioned at the quote where she was just like, you know, you kind of just... Life throws you lemons and you got to grow from it. And even though they kind of reunited and then kind of like broke up again, I guess there was a reason why that happened. So I kind of like seeing that about Phoebe's past and her history. So, and at least Monica was there for her, you know, we didn't focus too much on Monica in this episode either, but at least her being there for Phoebe, like just call her kind of giving her like that push you know to help me be totally feel like we skipped over that whole advice segment yeah (laughs) just trying to have her like move on from it you know and hey the what is it the pot is not not gonna be beeped or something but monica was a good friend and i do agree with the whole ross thing definitely a little dry for me too just because ross you just gotta get over it man at this point like insecurity is not attractive if you can't understand that rachel is doing this for her coming from this spoiled Using daddy's credit card, like, being to, like, this independent Putting pencils inside of coffee, serving people the wrong orders. 
she finally found something she can work with. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see more of how that relationship plays out, but that's pretty much my review for the episode. All right, everyone. And on that note, we bring another episode of the Barker Lounge to a close. But don't worry, baby birds, we won't leave that worm dangling for long. You're going to slide through that wink in, and we will be here on Monday to talk to you more about the show called Friends. Chris, tell them where they can find us. You can find us at the... <laughs> you can find us on our Instagram page at the Barker Lounge, where you will see all the updates, release, and all the listening platforms are on our bio. Whoop, whoop. And on that note, folks, tuck yourselves in and remember, we'll be there for you. Toodles! Sorry, I didn't mean to slam oh, your hello. Door. How are I, you? Am I on time for my appointment? I'm you great. You were actually great. about Perfect. 20 minutes early. Um... Ooh, so, uh, sorry, I'm sweating a little bit. I missed okay, all okay. three of my trains here, but I'm good. All but, right. Uh, uh, don't mind you... a suitcase. Uh, some of my papers seem to have fallen out. Why, but, don't, uh... why don't you just start? Show me okay. what you got. Okay. Relax. All right, here's my Relax. first idea. Uh, I was thinking, uh, you get the poopa scoopa because you got the pets in you. You got to pick up the you got to pick up the the scat. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're, we're thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I'm scooping it. Yeah, you know, something for the poop. Actually, that one's already a jingle. Okay, okay, maybe you're not feeling that one. Okay, I got, I got something else. Uh, you uh, have your own original? Okay, oh, what about uh, for, for the water bottles? Because the, the people are always jogging. They drink the water. It's good stuff. Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, every sip begins with J. I didn't uh, have a water bottle manufacturer sir, it lined like you're up already. Just so, uh, copying, um, no, 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 no. I promise, I promise. These are original jingles. things. These are all great ideas. I came up with uh, these myself. We're going to have to go to the next. You got one more? I got one more. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, the best part of waking up is coffee in a cup. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, Thank no, you for uh, trying. I know that sounds like a competitor's no, offer, but I promise my thing is just as good. Wait, why are you trying to close the door on me? Why don't you? Wait, wait, wait! wait. I promise I'll